An old gospel song says, "'Tis so sweet to trust in Jesus just to take him at his word." And it is just so marvelously true. The world's elite in politics, in business, in academia, in entertainment, and in manhandled religion lead this earth's population into a state of constant confusion. Remember, confusion is ungodly and confusion is deadly. Of God, 1 Corinthians 14.33 declares, For God is not the author of confusion, but of peace as in all churches of the saints. God's word in his Bible, in contrast to the world's confusion, is a never-ever-changing documentation of the truth. God's word is the absolute truth, even absolutely absolute. Hebrews 13, verse 8, Jesus Christ, the same yesterday and today and forever. Malachi 3, 6, for I am the Lord, I change not. Therefore, ye sons of Jacob are not consumed. What I need to know, where I need to be, and how to get to where I need to go, all are cataloged in God's beautiful book. And these words written thousands of years ago are true and righteous altogether. They are still fully relevant to us today. Two thousand years ago, a man drove up in his chariot and committed adultery. Today, his mode of transportation may be a car, but the spirit of a man's heart hasn't changed, and adultery remains the same. The beautiful book speaks of Jesus Christ in Acts chapter 4, 11, and 12. This is the stone which was set at naught of you builders, which has become the head of the corner. Neither is there salvation in any other, for there is none other name under heaven given among men, whereby we must be saved. And in John fourteen six, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. There is no room in Bible Christianity for other religions. No more than 2 plus 2 equals 4 will make room for 3.99. That is the nature of truth. Truth knows no opinion. Truth has no companions or equals. But truth does have adherence. Have you been born again, born a second time, this time of the Spirit of God, as Jesus so emphatically declares in John 3, 3? Are you tired of the not-so-fancy footwork? Do you seek a sure foundation upon which to build your life? If you follow me in a simple prompt today, all your sin and its shame will be washed away. Today, all of Satan's bondages in your life will be broken, all of them. Today, everything will become gloriously brand new. Are you ready to participate in the greatest miracle a mortal can experience? At this moment, your soul is in your hand. Don't dally. Here's the prompt. Ready? Click on the Further with Jesus for childlike instructions and immediate entry into the kingdom of God. Now for today's subject. God said, Zechariah chapter 10, verse 1, Ask ye of the Lord rain in the time of the latter rain, so the Lord shall make bright clouds and give them showers of rain to every one grass in the field. God said, James 5, 7, and 8, Be patient, therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husbandman waiteth for the precious fruit of the earth, 
and hath long patience for it, until he received the early and latter rain. Be ye also patient, establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord draweth nigh. God said, Isaiah 58, verse 6, Is not this the fast that I have chosen, to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, and that ye break every yoke? Man said, These doomsday prophets make me laugh. There is no end to this world, and certainly no judgment day. Now the record. This is God said, man said, feature 1,000, and what a milestone it is. The privilege that God has bestowed upon this ministry to openly and boldly contend for the faith and to certify by eminently credible third-party sources the marvelous inerrancy of His Holy Bible is highly, highly valued here. Psalms 118, verse 24, This is the day which the Lord hath made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. This feature will follow the God said, man said proof paradigm, but it will be separate from all of its other companions. Feature 1000 is a cry out to God for rain. This is a global call to arms. The battle we will fight will be for the lost souls of the sons and daughters of Adam, and if much of the church is reading it right, this could be the grand finale. In Zechariah 10.1, the Bible directs us to pray for the latter rain. The early rain gives life to the beginning of the planted crops, and the latter, final rain, is the rain that perfects the crop. This Holy Ghost final rain will usher in the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. God said, man said, is calling for a global fast, calling upon God for the end of day's latter rain. We are calling upon the Philippines. India, Africa, Asia, Australia, the Middle East, the Americas, the whole inhabited earth to muster in the ranks of the Lord of Sabbath and fast and pray for a month of Sundays in the month of June 2020. This will date the feature which we typically avoid for the biblical subject matter we address is thousands of years old. But then again, this is a very unique set of circumstances. Feature 1000 will be listed in the 21 Signs of Doomsday series because Doomsday approaches. The date of this airing is April 23, 2020, and that falls in the midst of the COVID-19 pandemic. The seven-year Great Tribulation period that culminates at the world-ending Battle of Armageddon is approaching. Everything is in place. When it will begin, we can't be exactly sure, but when it starts it could look exactly like this. If we have arrived, we will know quickly, for one colossal disaster will strike after another in rapid fashion. Revelation, read it. The last book of the Bible describes God's dreadful judgment that draws nigh. There will be plagues, pestilence, and famine, war, and violence, earthquakes, stars falling out of the sky, four-time wind will cease to blow, Waters turned to blood, a devastating plague of locusts with the power to sting like a scorpion, and so much more. The COVID-19 plague has temporarily shut down much of the world's economy and killed thousands upon thousands. This could be just a preview of coming events, or this could be the beginning of the end. In either case, prepare to meet your God. God said, man said, has no denominational affiliation. We are sola scriptura, which means scriptures alone. 
God only authored one book, his Holy Bible, and to it we will all give an account and to no other. The global fast we are calling for to break Satan's yoke is scheduled for four Sundays in June 2020. We will, God willing, begin this fast at 3 p.m. Saturday and end it at 3 p.m. Sunday the following day. We will be interceding before God for the latter rain to begin and that the church would function as it did in the book of Acts, only much, much bigger, even globally. 3 p.m. was chosen because in the Scriptures it is known as the hour of prayer, Acts chapter 3, verse 1. At 3 p.m., the ninth hour of the day, our Lord Jesus Christ gave up the ghost on Calvary's hill, and His sacrifice made prayer possible. The fast structure is as follows. Please note that some will want to participate but their circumstances or physical conditions are such that they must modify the fast structure, and that is understood. May God's face shine upon you. One, 24 hours, no food, no drink, from 3 p.m. Saturday to 3 p.m. Sunday. Cease from all work, as instructed in Isaiah 58, verse 3. Three, abstain from marital sexual relationships, as it says in 1 Corinthians 7.50. Number four, Spend a quarter of the day in Scripture, Nehemiah 9.3. Number five, spend a quarter of the day confessing your sins to the Lord and worshiping, Nehemiah 9.3. Number six, give the money you have saved by fasting to the poor, as instructed in Isaiah 58.5-7. This Christian fast is a call to arms. The battle plan looks something like this. Number one. We are calling upon God to open the floodgates of heaven and pour down the latter rain in full Book of Acts fashion. Number two, our weapons, faith that worketh by love, and that's faith in the Christ of Calvary and the fast that breaks the yoke. Second Corinthians 10, 4, and 5, For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds, casting down imaginations, and every high thing that exalteth itself against the knowledge of God, and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. Satan is undone by faith that worketh by love. Number three, our battle cry, Jesus Christ is the Lord of glory, and the only name under heaven by which a man can be saved. Acts chapter 4, 11 and 12. Number four, methodology a frontal attack against the very gates of hell. Satan will not need to pursue the saints that can keep rank. We will be right outside his gates, and his gates will not prevail against us. Keep in mind that the gates don't move, but we are charging the very stronghold of hell. Behind those gates, chained in Satan's dark dungeons of lies, are the lost sons and daughters of Adam that we seek. Aggressive faith that worketh by love will be victorious. Jesus Christ speaks to Peter and the church in Matthew 16, 18, and 19. And I say also unto thee that thou art Peter, and upon this rock I will build my church, and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And I will give unto thee the keys of the kingdom of heaven, and whatsoever thou shalt bind on earth shall be bound in heaven, and whatsoever thou hast loosed on earth shall be loosed in heaven. Last year, our congregation fasted for two months of Sundays for the very same reasons. As I would begin my fast, I would 
get before the Lord and pray and sing in my understanding and in the new Holy Ghost tongue also. 1 Corinthians 14, 14, and 15. For if I pray in an unknown tongue, my spirit prayeth, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is it then? I will pray with the spirit, and I will pray with the understanding also. I will sing with the spirit, and I will sing with the understanding also. For those of you who are not Holy Ghost filled as they were on the day of Pentecost, click on to the Holy Ghost series. When you reach without skipping ahead, feature five, a monumental miracle awaits you. Remember, do not skip. In my final day of fasting, I spoke in the Spirit an unusual grouping of words that I had not spoken before. Those words were Rio Poof. I can only speak English in my understanding. Have you ever been blocked of certain knowledge which to others seems so simple, yet it has escaped you? Well, that was how it was with me. You know, it never dawned on me, despite watching every old John Wayne cowboy movie, that Rio means river in Spanish. Well, it does. And poof means the same thing in every language, instant. The Holy Ghost words were instant river. After Jesus was crucified, the apostles and disciples were in hiding for fear of the Jews. They were not winning souls, but on the day of Pentecost, when the Holy Ghost was initially poured out on the church in just one day, which appeared to be just minutes, 3,000 souls were added to the church. This great move, which was the early reign, was not a result of any great oratory skills, uncanny wisdom, or impeccable planning on the parts of the apostles. Rather, it was the move of God, and it was an instant river. The question is, this final latter rain, this global river of life, Ezekiel 47, how are we going to make it happen? The answer is, we won't. This final latter rain will be as the first a move of God. Our jobs are to pray, fast, and stand in the gap and make up the hedge, Ezekiel 22, 29, and 30. Stand faithful and do what's in front of you well and with your might. A move of God is on the way. Rio poof, instant river. It's so impressive and reassuring when one considers that God's word penned thousands of years ago has fully stood the test of Satan's most eloquent and reasoned skeptics as they have criticized everything from God's account of creation, Adam and Eve, Noah and the ark, to the resurrection of Jesus Christ and his ascension into heaven. But do keep in mind, they have always failed. In this life's journey, blessings and curses abound, and they are not just happenstance. Blessings and curses are a result of deeds. Inherent within each commandment and precept of God is a blessing or a curse. Because God's word is the inerrant truth, obeying yields the fruit of doing the right thing, the blessing. Because God's word is the inerrant truth, disobeying yields the fruit of doing the wrong thing, the curse. Proverbs 26, 2 as the bird by wandering, as the swallow by flying, so the cursed causeless shall not come. Aren't you impressed that thousands of years prior to science's latest ballyhoo discoveries, God's word is already there and always correct? Certainly this will be very evident in the matter of fasting. 
God's Word spends a considerable amount of time on the matter of fasting. Several examples. Moses fasted 40 days and nights without food or drink twice. And during that time, God gave Moses his word, which Moses dutifully penned. Queen Esther called on all the exiled Jewish people to fast for three days and nights of all food and drink to bring God's deliverance to them from the wicked Haman. The prophet Daniel fasted, and the angel Gabriel came to reveal to Daniel the prophecy of 70 weeks. Our Lord Jesus Christ fasted 40 days and nights, and from that was launched the greatest ministry in world history, even bringing about the way of escape from all of hell's bondages and even giving us the power to become the children of God. Isaiah chapter 58, verses 6 through 11 defines God's fast. Is not this the fast that I have chosen, to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, and that ye break every yoke? Is it not to deal thy bread to the hungry, and that thou bring the poor that are cast out to thy house, when thou seest the naked, that thou cover him, and that thou hide not thyself from thine own flesh? Then shall thy light break forth as the morning, and thine health shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteousness shall go before thee. The glory of the Lord shall be thy re reward. Then shalt thou call, and the Lord shall answer. Thou shalt cry, and he shall say, Here I am. If thou take away from the midst of thee the yoke, the putting forth of the finger, and speaking vanity, and if thou draw out thy soul to the hungry, and satisfy the afflicted soul, then shall thy light rise in obscurity, and thy darkness be as the noonday. And the Lord shall guide thee continually, and satisfy thy soul in drought, and make fat thy bones, and thou shalt be like a watered garden, and like a spring of water, whose waters fail not. Remember, all of God's commandments have inherit within them a blessing or a curse. God's high directive to fast is first spiritual, wherein is spiritual purging and cleansing, with the final result being life-renewing benefit. Again, Isaiah 58, 8. Then shall thy light break forth as the morning, and thine health shall spring forth speedily, and thy righteousness shall go before thee. The glory of the Lord shall be thy Re reward. Today's science will certify this verse. Then we read in Isaiah fifty-eight eleven, and the Lord shall guide thee continually, and satisfy thy soul in drought, and make fat thy bones, and thou shalt be like a watered garden, and like a spring of water whose waters fail not. Fat thy bones and watered garden. Fasting will cause bone marrow which is a major producer of red and white blood cells to flourish, to be moist and full and fat, bringing benefit to all your flesh and bones. Red blood cells bring life to the entire body, and white blood cells fight disease, promoting the body's immune system. How about Job twenty-one twenty-four? His breasts are full of milk, and his bones are moistened with marrow. Psalm 63, 5, My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness and my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. Today's science will certify these verses. About a decade ago, God said man said published features about science's then latest discoveries concerning their new health elixir, fasting, and their research has continued. 
God said the benefits of fasting are enormous, and today's science has come alongside. The June 30, 2018 headline of Healthline.com reads, Eight Health Benefits of Fasting Backed by Science. Excerpts follow. In general, most types of fast are performed over 24 to 72 hours. Intermittent fasting and alternative day fasting could help decrease blood sugar levels and reduce insulin resistance but may affect men and women differently. Some studies have found that fasting could decrease several markers of inflammation and may be useful in treating inflammatory conditions such as multiple sclerosis. Fasting has been associated with a lower risk of coronary heart disease and may help lower blood pressure, triglycerides, and cholesterol levels. Animal studies show that fasting could improve brain function, increase nerve cell synthesis, and protect against neurodegenerative conditions such as Alzheimer's disease and Parkinson's. Fasting may increase metabolism and help preserve muscle tissue to reduce body weight and body fat. One study in 11 healthy adults showed that fasting for 24 hours significantly increased levels of HGH, human growth hormone. Another small study in nine men found that fasting for just two days led to a five-fold increase in the HGH production rate. Animal studies have found that fasting could, can, uh, could delay aging and increase longevity, but human research is still lacking. Some animal and test tube studies suggest that fasting could block tumor development and increase the effectiveness of chemotherapy, end of quotes. On June 5, 2015, America's Health and Human Services reported prolonged fasting, lasting 48 to 120 hours, reduces pro-growth signaling and activates pathways that enhance cellular resistance to toxins and stress in mice and humans. A preliminary case series study also indicates that prolonged fasting has the potential to ameliorate several side effects caused by chemotherapy in humans. One of the side effects, maliosuppression, is often dose-limiting in chemotherapy treatment, in part because damage to adult stem progenitor cells impairs tissue repair and regeneration, end of quote. January 6, 2020, the headline of Forbes.com asked, Can Intermittent Fasting Reset Your Immune System? Paragraphs follow. I've written about fasting and its effects on health before. Six years ago, a study showed that a three-day fast can essentially reset the immune system, providing many potential benefits. These benefits include better cardiovascular health, better endurance, lower blood pressure, and reduced inflammation. Newer data, which I'll get into in a minute, shows that you might not have to fast nearly that long to get these results. In the 2014 study, Walter Longo and colleagues at USC found that fasting lowered white blood cell counts, which in turn triggered the immune system to start producing new white blood cells. White blood cells, or lymphocytes, are a key component of your body's immune system. Once you start eating again, according to Longo, your stem cells kick back into high gear to replenish the cells that were recycled. The idea behind this strategy is that you have to fast for several days to get the benefits. Basically, you have to fully deplete your energy reserves in the form of glycogen, and it takes your body at least 24 hours and probably 48 hours or more to do this. 
that's the not-so-good news. The good news is that you probably only need to fast once or twice a year to gain the benefits the long old described. Last week in a paper just published in the New England Journal of Medicine, Raphael de Cabo and Mark Matson reviewed multiple strategies for fasting that have been tested in the years since Longo's study. The news continues to be very encouraging. Intermittent fasting is good for you. It turns out that you can get many of the benefits of fasting without doing a three-day fast, which for most people is really, really difficult to accomplish. Instead, you can try a much easier type of fasting called time-restricted fasting. With this strategy, you fast every day, but eating all of your food in a six-hour or eight-hour window. Or you can go with the more difficult strategy, but still easier than a three-day fast, where you fast for two entire days per week. The benefits of intermittent fasting are numerous, as DiCabo and Matson explained. The benefits include improvements in blood pressure, resting heart rate, levels of HDL and ADL cholesterol, triglycerides, glucose, and insulin resistance. In addition, intermittent fasting reduces markers of systematic inflammation and oxidative stress that are associated with arteriosclerosis. The headline, May 3, 2018, at MIT EDU reads, Fasting Boosts Stem Cells Regenerative Capacity. Experts, excerpts, excuse me, follow. As people age, their intestinal stem cells begin to lose their ability to regenerate. These stem cells are the source for all new intestinal cells, so this, so this decline excuse me, can make it more difficult to recover from gastrointestinal infections or other conditions that affect the intestine. This age-related loss of stem cell function can be reversed by a 24-hour fast, according to a new study from MIT biologists. The researchers found that fasting dramatically improved stem cells' ability to regenerate in both aged and young mice. Intestinal stem cells are the workhorses of the intestine that give rise to more stem cells and to all the various differentiated cell types of the intestine. Notably, during aging, intestinal stem function declines, which impairs the ability of the intestine to repair itself after damage. Yilmaz, MIT Assistant Professor of Biology, member of the Koch Institute for Interactive Cancer Research and one of the senior authors of the study, says, In this line of investigation, we focused on understanding how a 24-hour fast enhances the function of young and old intestinal stem cells. After mice fasted for 24 hours, the researchers removed intestinal stem cells and grew them in a culture dish, allowing them to determine whether the cells can give rise to mini-intestines known as organoids. The researchers found that stem cells from the fasting mice doubled their regenerative capacity, end of quote. Fasting could have a powerful effect on our circadian rhythm, is the title of Anib Batul's January 18, 2019 article published on GetPocket.com. She writes in part, Each of the trillions of cells in our bodies has a tiny internal clock. When all of those clocks are synchronized, excuse me, they tell us when we wake up, burn calories, and go to sleep. But when they lose their beat, we become vulnerable to all sorts of age-related diseases. 
Fortunately, the author of a 2018 paper in Cell Reports thinks that uh, there's a simple way to reset those clocks if they get off rhythm. Fasting. The circadian rhythm, that 24-hour clock that controls sleep-wake cycles, is the internal master clock controlled by a big group of neurons in the brain that most of us are familiar with. A Paola Sassone Corsi, Ph.D., the director of UC Irvine Center for Epigenetics and Metabolism and co-author on the new paper, previously showed that the circadian clock isn't the only clock, but rather the main clock in a whole network of internal clocks in the body. The internal clock within every cell expresses certain genes according to the master clock's instructions. The proteins that help the cells keep those rhythms of gene expression are called core clock proteins. In his paper, Sassoon Corsi shows how fasting could get core clock proteins back on track if they ever lose time. Sassone Corsi says that it's crucial that each and every one of the clocks in every cell in the body stays somewhat in time with one another. If the clocks become misaligned, it can cause a number of metabolic disorders of inflammatory responses, many of which are actually associated with aging. There are some factors that can throw a clock out of balance. For instance, high-fat and high-calorie diets have been shown to do so in turtles and mice. A well-aligned clock, explains Sassone Corsi, is really a signature for a healthy organism. In his recent study on mice, Sassone Corsi showed that 24 hours of fasting had some strange effects on the clock genes in liver and muscle cells of this otherwise healthy mice. What fasting seems to do, at least in liver and muscle, which we studied in this particular paper, was that it was able to make the clocks more coordinated between the two, he says. Sasson Corsi and his authors say that fasting can reorganize the way genes are expressed in each cell and prime the genome so when feeding starts again, the clocks in each tissue are back in sync. In short, it could hit a hard reset on an internal clock that might have gone rogue, end quote. Thousands and thousands of years before today's science arrives at their eureka moment, God's inerrant word and his children of faith are already there. Do it for your health, but first spiritually and real poof, instant river. God's word is true and righteous altogether, a place to build a life that will last forever. God said, Zechariah 10.1, Ask ye of the Lord rain in the time of the latter rain, so the Lord shall make bright clouds and give them showers of rain to everyone grass in the field. God said, James 5, 7, and 8, Be patient, therefore, brethren, unto the coming of the Lord. Behold, the husbandman waiteth for the precious fruit of the earth and hath long patience for it until he receive the early and the latter rain. Be ye also patient, establish your hearts, for the coming of the Lord draweth nigh. God said, Isaiah 58, 6, Is not this the fast that I have chosen, to loose the bands of wickedness, to undo the heavy burdens, and to let the oppressed go free, and that ye break every yoke? Man said, These doomsday prophets make me laugh. There is no end to this world, and certainly no judgment day. Now you have 
the record.